episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and I am so happy you are here. Today is another episode in the series around breaking up the different lands for the theme parks at the Disneyland Resort. And I started with Disney California Adventure. And so far, um, I've gone through the entrance, Buena Vista Street right there, Hollywood Land. That was one episode. Last week, we went through Grizzly Peak, which was um, where Soren and the Grizzly River run and so on in that area described all of the fun things that you can do and see and eat over there. And this week we are going to go through the Paradise Gardens Park area. And that is where it's right in front of the water. So on this side of the water is Paradise Gardens Park and then across the water is Pixar Pier. And so we're going to meander from Ariel, which is the beginning of Paradise Gardens Park, and we're going to make our way around the water over to the border of Pixar Pier. So let's go ahead and get started. So the first attraction that you'll come to is Little Mermaid, Ariel's Undersea Adventure, and that is just the cutest darn thing ever. That is such a great attraction for children and adults of all ages. It takes you through a very nice condensed version of the movie. It's very slow, smooth riding. You're in like a seashell car, and it Just, it's very peaceful, very graceful. The music, the theming, the colors, it's just such a cute, cute attraction. So anyone would love this attraction, but especially if you have a Little Mermaid fan in your party. And that takes about 10 minutes. And like many other attractions, that has a really great indoor out of the elements feel so it's very cool in the summertime it's very warm in the winter time of course if it's raining it's uh, you can be inside and escape that now I will say it does have uh, longer wait times throughout the day so this is something that it isn't necessarily what we feel we have to do first thing when we go to DCA because it's not that crowded we like to do some of those other big items like Soren and the Grizzly River Run and things at Pixar Pier and things at Cars Land those kind of have longer wait times than the aerial ride but she will get busy so just keep an eye on that so I would you know maybe just check how the the wait times are you could use a fast pass but I very seldom ever feel I need to which is very nice and they do have very long wait uh, queues so and unfortunately most of the queue is outside so just keep that in mind if you see people kind of queuing in line where you just wrap around it it is constantly moving it's on a like a conveyor belt kind of thing so the cars just keep moving so it does move rather quickly but when it gets backed up it does take a little while So if you just continue down that path, right past the Little Mermaid ride, you're going to find some souvenir shops. And then next to the water, so across the, the pathway next to the water, is the Golden Zephyr. And that's a fun little ride. That is like... 
Um, it's like little rockets that hold about six or eight people, and there's probably about six or eight on this giant um, center arm, if you will, and it, they kind of, when the attraction starts, they kind of move out away from the center pole, and then they go around in a circle, and it holds a lot of people, doesn't usually have a really a long wait time, and it's a nice little breezy ride. You get a nice view because you are raised up a bit. In fact, you have to climb up the stairs to get to the platform to get onto the attraction and you're right next to the water. So this would be one of those things and there's a lot of these in this area, both in the the land we're going over right now and at Pixar Pier that has a different feel at night because um, you know there's so much lights and then bouncing off the water. It's just amazing. Across the way from there and on the same side as Ariel, you'll find the Corn Dog Castle. And I bring that up on purpose because it does have some of the best corn dogs on property. Fortunately, they figured that out and uh, started the mobile ordering, which was super critical because otherwise you would wait in line for so long. And there is some covered seating right there, but I would say that it's not a ton. And that is probably one of my biggest challenges with this particular area. However, if you are willing to walk just a little bit further down the path, you'll get to the Paradise Garden Grill where there's a ton of seating and most of it is covered. Like that is a very nice courtyard area. So don't think that if you can't find a, a place to sit and eat right by the Corn Dog Castle that you have to stand, just walk a little bit further and you'll find ample seating. So across from the Corn Dog Castle is probably one of my favorite rides at DCA. It is very juvenile, but it is awesome. And that is the Jumpin' Jellyfish. So it's really designed for little kids, and I swear it probably takes about five minutes or less from the moment the attraction starts till you're done. But what it is is you sit in a little two-seater um, like bench and it's going to take you up high and you have the most amazing views and then it's going to drop slowly a little and then it's going to go back up and then it's going to drop again and it probably does that about four times but not in an aggressive way at all like I don't think you would feel sick it's very very nice it's just a beautiful view and I recommend getting the view of the water so like when you go into the attraction you can pick which bench you sit on so if you can get the side by the water that's great but I've also got the side by Paradise Garden Grill and right in that courtyard area right in front of there kind of in between that uh, area and the Corn Dog Castle. Sometimes there's entertainment. I know the uh, mariachi divas are there a lot um, during uh, Halloween time. They do a whole cocoa thing. So there's a lot of entertainment right there, and that's a really nice spot if you get on that side, which I have before. Again, it doesn't take very long, but it is worth just giving it a shot. I love that attraction. Now also right over in that area on the same side as the Corn Dog Castle is Goofy's Sky School. Now let me just tell you that that ride looks deceiving. It looks cute. It looks like a little miniature roller coaster. 
until you write it. And then it's a little more frightening than that. This is an attraction that I would highly caution you on putting young children on, even if they meet the height requirements, if they don't have really high thrill levels. So basically it's like a three car, like a three row car that, that kind of climbs to the top of this roller coaster area and it just zigzags all the way down. Like you go to the left, then you go to the right, you go to the left and then you go to the right and you're just working your way down. But as you make each corner, it's like a sharp turn. And when you're on one side where the pathway and the water is like quite a bit ways down, it feels like the car's gonna jump the tracks. It's just a little scarier than it looks. Surprisingly, you wouldn't know about that by the people that get off the attraction. Like I like to gauge people's reaction. Are they stunned? Are they laughing? Are they smiling? Are the kids crying? What's happening? And we foolishly followed that rule and everyone seemed to love it and we got on that attraction and that's not something we'll probably write again so if you like that thing you'll love it if you don't like that kind of thing that may be something you want to skip so while i did sort of touch on it the paradise garden grill that has a lot of great food options so there's the Paradise Garden Grill is one restaurant, and then the Boardway Pizza and Pasta is another restaurant. And both of them have really good like pizza, pasta, very uh, safe options, especially you know for kind of the pickier eaters. And they have a Bayside Brews right across the way because in DCA you can purchase alcohol. So if you you know if you like to drink a beer, there's an option there to get yourself a beer and then get back across the way and sit down and have some lunch. So it's you know it's a good safe option of a place to eat there and really wonderful seating and like I said we have on more than one occasion heard some entertainment over there so it's a really nice relaxing place to just take a break so let me just I'm gonna look up the uh, Paradise Garden Grill and just kind of give you a couple of menu options that you can get so like there's beer battered fish tacos brisket sliders Buffalo style roasted turkey leg, which turkey legs are such a fan favorite at the Disneyland Resort. They are so delicious, but they have like a, you know, like an entire salt rock in them and they're huge, but they are certainly delicious. Um, so that, let's see, I'm just going to see what it looks like in dinner. So that's, you know, a nice little um, different kind of menu offering. And then over at boardwalk pizza and pasta just some examples there's spaghetti and meatballs chicken sun-dried tomato pesto five cheese ravioli pizza by the slice of course cheese vegetarian you can get a whole pizza you can get a pepperoni pizza there's salad caesar salad um, italian chef salad so some really safe options and um, for the kids there's a turkey meatball sandwich a spaghetti with meatballs and then cheese pizza so again safe choices nice place to take um, nice safe place to take your family right there. So there's that for you. And then right at the end of that walkway, and the walkway doesn't end, but it crosses over to Pixar Pier, is Silly Symphony Swings. 
that is one of those rides you've probably seen them at your county fair, your state fair, other theme parks where you're literally in a chair that kind of reminds me of a high chair. And you're, you're like on these long cables and the attraction starts and they kind of flare out the swings and then you're just spinning around and they're playing like really heavy music, kind of like rock out during this attraction. Not my cup of tea, spins a little fast for my liking, but it is very popular and it has a ton of swings. So this is an attraction that can have some long wait time. So you definitely want to check that out and see, um, you know, kind of gauge it. I don't think it's one of those that you necessarily have to do first thing in the morning, but it's one you want to watch for because it can get kind of lengthy. What I find in these attractions at DCA is there are some of those signature ones that really have long wait times. And then there's some medium ones, which I would call this one in the medium category. And then there's some easy walk on almost every single time. And something to keep in mind about DCA is it is not as big and it doesn't have as much attractions as Disneyland. So therefore, there's not a ton to do in comparison, which does make the crowds a little more concentrated in each of the attractions. I find for us, when we go to DCA, that is definitely a single day experience. And what I mean by that is if you were trying to plan a trip to the Disneyland Resort and you were going to be, it was going to be a short trip, meaning it was going to be maybe a couple of days and you were trying to figure out how much time to spend in DCA. I would say, and I've said this in other attraction, excuse me, other episodes, this is a one day. You could get a lot done in one day. And if you only had, let's say, three days, for example, spend two days at the Disneyland side and one day at DCA. All of that said, if you have more time, I would definitely spend more time in here really checking out everything it has to offer. You have the ability to dive into more here because there's not as much so you can really get to know everything it has to offer it is where the food and food and wine festival is it does have a very strong pixar presence here it does have frozen presence over here it does have some of the newer things on this side just because disneyland's very much established and pretty full so new fun things will come over on the dca side so i'm not discounting it i'm just being real that in comparison it doesn't take as much time as disneyland if you have a lot of time between the two parks this is definitely one of those where you could park hop after you've already spent your day kind of exploring and you could go back and forth between the two parks i would recommend park hopping in that situation and hit some of the things you either didn't get a chance to or some of your favorites, especially if you want to go on some of those ones that have longer wait times and you maybe didn't get a chance or you want to experience them again, that would be a really great option for you. 
So that's pretty much it for that area. There are some souvenir shops along the way. There are carts where you can get churros and popcorns and snacks and alcohol. There's all those things. It is on the parade route. So if they are having a parade, they will come through that area. So that's really nice. And then on the water is World of Color. So it's right there. It's a really nice area, that section. So I would definitely recommend making a full circle. Meaning start at Ariel, walk around till you get to Pixar Pier, continue on around, and then you come out of the Pixar Pier area right in front of Ariel again. It's a really nice walk and there's a lot to see and do. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, kind of short and sweet, but like I said, I do want to break these theme parks up in small digestible bits to give you some suggestions in each of the lands to help you plan your magical Disneyland Resort experience. So until next time, by all means, please do send me an email questions at DisneylandDevoted.com. would love to hear any questions or feedback that you have. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye.